Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Win the Buffalo. I want you to pick a number between one and eight, Aaron Lack. Six. Caller number six wins a pair of tickets to see the best basketball team in the area. Missouri men's basketball, they are returning to the T-Mobile Center for the first time in four years to take on Seton Hall on Saturday. I will cash app you $5 right now if you tell me who the head coach is for Seton Hall. Kim English? That is not it. No. Yeah, it's not not seen all. Uh, Those tickets are available at the T-Mobile's website, but you know what? You can get them right now on 610 Sports Radio. Caller number six, hashtag M-I-Z. You can be going to the T-Mobile Center to watch maybe the best basketball team in the country, the Missouri Tigers. They are going to take on the Seton Hall. What's their mascot? Pirates. They are the Pirates. There we go. I'll be in the building. Shaheen Holloway is actually the uh, Uh, head coach at Seton Hall. He was at St. Peter's. Might remember them. They went on the run to the Elite Eight, and uh, he took the job at Seton Hall. I just hope Missouri wins. (laughs) Are are you going to the game? I'll be covering it for KSHB 41, yes. We'll see which version of the Tigers we get. Who who knows what version we get? We never know. The one thing that annoys me, and this is I'll put a bow on the border war stuff with this. I hate when the Mizzou coach after the game goes, oh, well, you know, our program is still in its infancy compared to KU. Like, I don't want to hear that anymore. That is well, the don't, fourth time we've heard that Like speech. the 12th time that we've heard that. Like, yes, we, we understand that. We still want to win the damn game. <laughs> Dennis, Dennis Gates did say, I've only been a head coach for five years. Imagine when I'm at my 20th year coach. Like, All right, Dennis, come, come on. I don't think you'll be Bill Self. I, I, I get it. I understand. You're optimistic. You're hopeful. I understand. That's like your parents saying, oh, well, you know, this is only my fifth year of being a parent, so I didn't know that we had to, like, <laughs> take care of it. All right, you ready to play a game? Let's do it. We'll play a game and we'll get you out of here. Now, I know this is a website or an app that you're very familiar with, Uh-oh. Tinder. Uh-oh. I know you have tried to pick up many a shorty, many a honey on those Tinder streets is what we're going to do. Swiping and piping. That's wild. This is what we're going to do. We're going to play a Christmas song. And we're going to ask you if you would swipe right or left on that Christmas song. Oh, this is wholesome. There we go. <laughs> not anything with what you just said. This is a family show. PG, not PG-13 or whatever you guys are doing over at KSHB. You're sick. You're nasty. Take it away, Rob. The fact that you had to then be like, oh, this is wholesome. Like, you're going to do something nasty. Yeah, he's gross. Well, he was know. like, I know it's a website you're very familiar with. I was like, oh, this could go a couple different ways. Simple as this, Aaron. You tell me right or left, which way you swipe it on song number one. Santa Claus is coming to town. Santa Claus is coming to town. You better watch out. You better not cry. Better not pop. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, big swipe right. Are you kidding me? It's a classic. Michael? 
I'm not blasphemous here. I think Rob. I think Rob is unaware of who his intended I mean, audience come are. On, Me bro. and you were playing this. This was a staple Yo. in the home growing up. Of course we're swiping right on the Jackson 5. This is a softball. You're getting this warmed yeah, up. Yeah, I, I, come I, I, on okay. now. Come on. The Jackson 5. I mean, you got to you got to start young some, Mike? You got to start somewhere. Sometimes you get on Tinder and you're swiping or whatever Aaron said and there's a honey on there. It's easy starting. Rob, let me ask you a question. Can you name anybody else in the Jackson 5 not named Michael? Mm. Uh, probably not. Joe? Does he count? Joe's their dad. Joe's <laughs> not in the group. I don't he think was, he counts. He was famous about the group though. <laughs> yes, Does that no, count? He was very famous. He was famously associated with <laughs> no, the group. He was. He was. I can see why Mike had to sing like that. He wasn't going to eat dinner that night. He wasn't out there oh. singing. He wasn't. You saw the movie? You know when you first get on the apps? You know, they've always got I don't like, know anything about these apps. They've always got, like, the best of the best in those first couple swipes. Like, this is how Rob started us off with, like, the best of the best. Then once you swipe for about 20 minutes or so, you start to get, like, all right. Start making some choices. All right, on to song number two. Right. Immediately. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock Jingle bells swing and jingle bells ring Snowing and blowing up bushels of fun Absolutely, now no doubt about it I just needed that first downbeat This is one of my favorite choices I'm swiping left Why? This is why I'm swiping left This isn't a song that I would put on my Christmas playlist Like if you, let's say that you gave me the ox and we're like, hey, play Christmas music. Jingle Bell Rock is not one of the songs that I'm putting on there. I mean, do I dislike the song? No, but this is a song that you shop to. This is a song that when you go to a Christmas bar and they're playing in the background, you're not unhappy that they're playing it. But if I had Aaron Ladd make me a Christmas mix of your favorite 15 songs, Jingle Bell Rock is not making it. No, I'm swiping left for that reason only. Jingle Bell Rock makes it for me. It's different. It's not that traditional hymn or like a song like it's not one that the kids know, but it's got that familiar refrain. Yes, it's popular for being on in the background of department stores, but I'm taking it. That's two rights for me. Yeah, you're out here playing Macy's music. That's not what I'm playing in the That's not that's not what I'm playing. What are you doing? No, 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 no stop. What are you doing? Me? Oh, yeah, that's what right. are you doing? That's definitely right. Thank you. If I'm at Miracle on a Saturday night and that comes on, I'm not going to be like, boy, I wish they'd play some upbeat, fun music. No, I'd be happy with Jingle Bell Rock. Is it my favorite song? No. It's probably not even your top 12. It's definitely top 15. Okay, go ahead. It's not one where I'm like, what is this? What song is playing? Go ahead. Song number three. Rocking around the Christmas tree at the Christmas party hop. Mistletoe hung where you can see every couple tries to stop. We're rocking around the Christmas tree, let the Christmas. What are you doing here? Okay, so. Oh, here we go. This oh, sounds like a left boy. You know how sometimes you're on dating apps and you swipe one way, but usually you swipe the other way? It depends on what mood I'm in to hear this. I don't even know what the name of this song is. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree. That's the full name of the song? That's the name of the song. It depends on the mood. You know, if I'm two ciders in, two eggnogs in, you know, maybe I'm swiping right. But if I'm just at the crib, hanging some tinsel or ornaments from the tree with care, maybe it's a left. I don't know. It depends on the vibe. Uh, you would actually be very, very surprised to know that last week on 
Billboard charts. This is actually the number one song in the country. Wow. And Mariah Carey was number two. Uh, I am going to swipe right. Here Home Alone. This, song's, this is the song from Home Alone. I love Home Alone. It's my favorite Christmas movie. Home Alone or Elf? Okay, I don't like Elf. I, I, will, I don't ever planned. I never plan on watching that movie again. It's never just on. Never? I mean, come I on. never plan on. There's too many Christmas movies that I like that I have to watch in a short period of time. And then they're releasing new Christmas movies. I just watched that one with Eddie Murphy, Christmas Cane Lane, a oh, couple that, of days that ago. That so bad. I've watched Christmas movies the last three straight days. Last night, I watched Four Christmases. Not on every- Monday, I watched This Christmas, timeless movie. And then I watched Candy Cane Lane. Not everything requires a hot take. I wish you would just. Like, I I I do. I will never watch Elf again. Put that on the wall in here. I'm saying I'll never watch just Elf again. Constant reminder. That's what the show is about. <laughs> unpopular opinions. We should actually rename the show. Carrington's unpopular opinions. On to song number four. I'm gonna actually shut down the app if this came up. Yeah, this is a this is a left for me. What is wrong with you two? It's a left. I just made one of those two America moments for us. That's a left, man. Yeah, Yeah. no, that's a left. This one really doesn't doesn't slap. Nah, that's that's a left. Yeah, that's a left. Is it like Darlene Love? What is wrong with y'all? Man, that's a no. It's a no for me. Rob doesn't have any any kind of Christmas standards. He loves every Christmas movie, loves every Christmas song. It just, he has no standards. You have to think, there's way too many good Christmas songs to listen to bad ones. It's no seasoning on that song for me. It's, it's very bland. Mm. It sounds like an AI Uncooked Christmas song. Uncooked chicken. A bit. Yeah. That's what it is. Uncooked chicken. I don't first... get, the, get that song away from us. That's the pumpkin pie of Christmas songs. <laughs> the y'all, just, y'all just haters. <laughs> you like that song? I mean, it's probably in the top 15. Again, that song came on. I wouldn't be upset. He's got 35 songs you know, in his top you know what 15. That, you know what that is? That's a song where you're putting ornaments on the tree, and you're you're fine. It's a good vibe. Am I like, oh, man, let's go out. Darlene Love, drop it. No. I'd rather, I'd rather listen to the Charlie Brown Christmas song than that. I love the Christmas. I still get a little, mm, I'll be dancing to the little. That's your go-to dance part, I love actually, it, yeah. The Charlie Brown. I it's... dance just like Linus. <laughs> Linus was getting it. Go back and watch it. Linus was really dancing his ass off. Dress I'm... like Linus and smell like Pigpen. Wow, that's... that was wild. <laughs> that's crazy over there. We we allowed him to stay. Mm-hmm. This is our <laughs> mistake. Yeah, and then he just drive by <laughs> over here. Let's see the reaction to song number five. Last Christmas Super like if we're talking about two Americas, this is the best Christmas song they've given us. You thirsty. I love this song. Two thumbs up. Love this record. This is one of those that was a grower, not a shower for me. Originally, I didn't didn't really love it. But last Christmas, I gave you my heart. I think it was the very next day because it feels kind of. We was lovers. Now you the ops. Oh, my goodness. That's incredible familiar refrain for you i love i love that song big fan 
Two thumbs up for me. Super swipe, swiping right. That's a that's a top five Christmas song for me. Love it. Top five. Top five Christmas song for me. Big fan of Wham. You guys said the last song had no seasoning, but you guys are allotting Wham. Play it again. You hear the harmony. You hear the different <laughs> sound. Play it again. Last Christmas, gave you my heart, Watch this harmony come in. I love that song. Two thumbs up for me. That's a swipe right for me. All right, yeah. we got one more. Our final song. This is our last song. Is one, this, this is easy. If you guys mess this up, I, I can't. I'll be stunned. Oh, Lord. It's you. Hey, who's your favorite quarterback? And Robin's gonna be like, hey, what do you guys think about Joe Montana? What? Everybody loves it. Everybody likes Joe. Who doesn't like Joe Montana? If you even like Christmas music a little bit, you love this song. This is the greatest Christmas song ever made. I love the song, but I Christmas can't. Christmas is about Mariah Carey. I can't tell you the last time I actually pressed play on this song myself. Like it's just on so much, or it's like you always walk into places where this song is on that I almost never song. play it. I never go out of my way and say, oh, let me listen to that Mariah Carey bot today. I mean, that's the best Christmas song. I think I only Can swiped you left once. Think about how many Christmas songs there are. Mariah Carey made the best Christmas song. A legend. Never has to do anything else. Coasting. Done. I made all I want for Christmas is you. She's on tour just to sing one song. Great time. Yeah, two thumbs up. Syndicated. Maybe you'll get a big hit one day. I'm working on it, man. Every day. I'm just pushing. Trying to be more like you, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Oh, keep dreaming. I, just, I know. Swiping in well. I want to keep this show. I want to keep my that, job. <laughs> trying to keep the lights on. <laughs> Over at Casa de Carrington. I can't be moving reckless like you. I can't be moving. I can't be moving foul the way you are. Uh, Aaron, thank you for coming in today. I'm happy that we learned more about your uh, music taste, yeah. your tender taste, and uh, thank you for uh, this friendship bracelet. I don't even know if I really offered you that. You just kind of took it from no, me. No, you, you want it back. It's all yours. Chiefs Coast to Coast tonight, 530. We'll see you then. Do you think we're going to promote another Chief show during our Chief show that we that we currently well, are on? Well, you know, just like you had me on, so I was just, you know, on the way out in case Maybe anybody wants more Maybe you should move the time to 6.30, and then I would promote it for you. You think I'm going to be telling people, hey, at 4.30, stop listening to my show to listen to Aaron Ladd talk about Chiefs worse than I am. You think that's what, they think that's what we're doing over here? It's adjacent. <laughs> okay. It's not adjacent. You know what? You're all right. You're all right. Keep it right here. It's the drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison. And I'm here to tell you, I was ready to risk it all for Dolly Parton. Brought to you by Deepest Quali Moore. Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. 
Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Kansas City, it's Trent McDuffie. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. There's a lot happening today. This is a big news day. The Minnesota Vikings, they have made a decision. They are changing their quarterback. Nick Mullins is going to start for the Minnesota Vikings. Certainly understandable. They scored three points on Sunday against the Las Vegas Raiders. They are changing quarterbacks. Minnesota's remaining schedule at Cincinnati, and then they play three divisional games, two against the Lions and a game against the Green Bay Packers. Minnesota can very much make the playoffs. It's just going to be tough with the offense that they currently have. They're switching quarterbacks to try to get a little bit of a jump on the competition. They are going to go with Nick Mullins as the starting quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings. Your Kansas City Royals are out here making moves today. Making moves, I say. The first move that they got is Seth Lugo. They got him on a three-year, $45 million deal. For those of you that are unfamiliar with Seth Lugo, last year he was 8-7 and seven for the San Diego Padres, had a 3-5-7 ERA, made 26 starts, and pitched 146 innings for the Padres. He is 34 years old. They have signed him to a three-year deal. They also picked up a reliever, Chris Stratton, earlier today as well. Rob, I'm fine with these moves as long as there is another move that is coming. They need two starting pitchers. Seth Lugo is not enough. I'm not upset at you going to get Seth Lugo. I'm not upset with you spending market value to go get Seth Lugo. Hey, you go make a move. You pick up a couple of relievers. You got Will Smith. You just picked up Chris Stratton. You are making improvements to that rotation and that pitching staff. I'm here for it. If you go get a second one and you go get a Giolito or you go get Marcus Stroman, and now I would say you got four reliable pitchers and a couple of guys there in the bullpen that if something goes left, you have the opportunity to get off of those guys, get you something at the trade deadline, and continue your business. I think 
it's been a good offseason for the Royals. We got to be realistic. They're never going to be big-time spenders in free agency. I don't need them to be that. If you have a need, are you willing to spend the money that it requires to go fulfill that need? They need two reliable starting pitchers. They check one of those off the board today. They have two reliable relief pitchers that they just picked up in free agency. I would say there's one more hole left. Now, I still think there's a chance that they make a big-time trade to go get something else. I don't think the Royals are done making moves. I understand that fan confidence and optimism right now in the Royals is very, very low. I will give them credit for trying to improve the roster and understanding that what happened last year is unacceptable. And I also think the bar that you're asking them to clear is very low. I would say, and I know as weird as it may sound, I'm not even throwing shots. I would say that the Royals are where Kansas football was a couple of years ago. Kansas football was not asking their team to go out and win nine games. Hey, can we compete for a bowl game? Can we take that jump to being a team that can win five, six games? And can you keep our interest up until Kansas basketball starts? Isn't that what it feels like the Royals are? I don't think you guys are asking the Royals to make the playoffs next year. Can they win 75 games? If they won 75 games and they got you through the summer and they were playing good baseball that you were proud to spend your money at and go to the park, I think a majority of you would be happy with that in 2024. I think they are building a roster that gives them a chance to do that. I'm happy with what they've done so far. So I'm actually interested in this. I didn't, I didn't know that you thought this way. You think they might sign a player and still make a marquee it's trade. Possible. It's pop. You, I would say, and I actually think this is a positive role. We disagree on this. I would say if they make another signing, that's a sign that they're not going to make a trade. And for the Royals to be spenders relative to their market size in free agency to the point where they don't have to give up a young cost controlled hitting asset to go get pitching is an off season win. Like if we get the breaking news sounder tomorrow, Marcus Stroman is a Royal and it's Marcus Stroman, Seth Lugo, Brady Singer and Cole Reagans with a collection of we'll figure it out the five spot. I'm not saying that's a 92 win team and get ready to raise a pennant, but that's a team that, in August and September, or more like July and August on this show, we're not doing, hey, what about wide receiver seven takes? Because we'll be talking about legitimate Royals baseball, which maybe it's just the sphere in which we work in. That's the first hurdle, is to make it so that on May 31st and June 30th and July 31st, fan interest is more than just, oh, they traded Aroldis Chapman. Cool. It needs to be more than that. I think they have a chance to sign another player and not give up a cost control bat, which would have people pretty excited going into 2024, all things considered. Text line 913-586-7610. CDOT, do you think that the Royals are maybe making moves so they can get the vote for the money they need for the new stadium? Of course. Of course. But that's fine, though. I don't really have any issues with that. This might be a bad analogy. Tell me if it's not. Let's say that you give a million dollars to a charity and you go around the whole time and say, man, look at that really good deed that I did. I gave a million dollars to those kids. Yeah, you might come off like a prick, but you know what you still did? You gave a million dollars. I don't care what they're spending money for and what the purpose of them spending money is. Maybe they're going for the playoffs next season. Maybe they are only doing this to hoodwink you into voting yes, and then they'll change their ways. I don't care. You know how long it's been since we've seen a baseball game that means anything at Kauffman Stadium? You know how long it's been? 2016. They have not played a meaningful game or a game that you were really excited to go see 
since the last day that Eric Hosmer played for the Royals. I would say that last game, you remember, they were saying goodbye. Moose was there. Kane was there. Hosmer was there. Eski was there. They got like 30,000 people because I think you knew it was the end of an era. That was in 2016. So 2017, 18, 19, you couldn't go to the games in 2020, 2020. It has been a long time. I don't care what the reasoning that they're out here spending this money is. I don't care. I want the Royals to put a viable, competitive product on the field. I want them to give us a reason to want to go out there and be proud of the team that they're putting out there. Fan confidence is low right now. As low as I can remember it since I've been doing this. And I've been working here for a long time. So if John Sherman is feeling like, hey, you know what? My number one priority is to get these people to vote yes. What do I got to do? And J.J. Piccolo's like, well, maybe we could win baseball games. Like, "Ah, all right, man, whatever you say, I'm cool with that. I don't have any problem with that. And then I think they also know that once they get you to pay for that new stadium, once the newness of that stadium wears off, they're really going to have to put a good team there. Because I'm imagining the price is going to be going up for us to go to this brand new stadium because that's how these things kind of work. So, yeah, I, I would say, yeah, I I think that is certainly part of their motivation. I also think last year is embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And I, there has to be some point of pride that if you spend the amount of money that John Sherman did to acquire a majority ownership of the Royals, that you don't want to be looked at as a laughing stock. And you want to make your own mark. I mean, the last two owners of the Royals have made a mark. Kaufman made a mark. David Glass made a mark. I don't know how long I'm going to have this team, but I want to make my mark too. One of the marks is going to be a brand new stadium. The other mark, we, we made the playoffs a couple of times. We competed for a wild card. We did some cool things along the way. I certainly think that that's a motivation. Text line 913-586-7610. Seth Lugo ain't moving the needle for a stadium or whoever that reliever is. I agree with you there. Being competitive moves the needle. Being the You're right. You're not going to vote yes because they acquired Seth Lugo, but at least based on the timetable, we got a long time to even get there. Maybe it's a Venn diagram and I just don't, they don't overlap and I'm just wrong here. So the question could be unfair, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Do you think the Royals on the field product could help reduce the toxicity fans have toward all the political stuff? Yes. Because I would say, Maybe in it's our sphere on the text line. The biggest complaint we get when we talk stadium is that team's a bunch of losers. They don't care. I don't like paying for them. Blah, 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 blah. If they invest in winning or at least invest in the point where it is the appearance of trying. Do you think the toxicity around the politician part could potentially change with Joe fan? The Royals and the Chiefs are doing the exact same thing. One is viewed drastically different than the other. Now, I understand that the Royals are planning on moving from the area and the Chiefs aren't planning, but one team is really, really successful and we trust them. The other one doesn't have your trust. You don't believe in the other organization. You don't feel like it's money well spent. You know it's well spent with the Chiefs. It's tangible. You can touch it. You can buy a ticket and go see it. You don't see that with them. So... I think that goes a long way. A long way. Think about it. Given 
your relationship with the person, doesn't it make you more likely to lend that person money? Sometimes it's not the money, it's the principle, right? You and I are close. If I ask you, hey, let me hold this. Hey, you, you know me. We got a relationship. Person that you walk by in the hallway, I don't really know you like that. So, yeah, I, I think that's a major part of it, at least when it comes to it. And I, I obviously can't speak for everybody, but I think a lot of people are letting their personal feelings toward the Royals and how things are going affect, I mean, eventually when you vote on whether or not you're going to give them more money. I guess the real impossible question to ask is, does winning change Frank White's opinion? That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that I had a good answer. I wish that I could help you. I don't, uh, I don't have it. I really wish that I did. Coming up in about 30 minutes or so, we'll be joined by Peter King of NBC Sports. For my money, he is the best sports writer in the country. Peter King is going to join the show coming up in just a little bit. So our interview with Patrick Mahomes yesterday, I don't know if you saw this or not, Rob, it was the top story on ESPN. It was the top story because yesterday Patrick Mahomes said this. Obviously, you don't want to react that way. I just, I mean, I care, man. I love it. I love, I love this game. I love my teammates, and I, I want to go out there and put everything on the line to win. Um, but uh, obviously, can't can't do that. I mean, can't be that way towards officials or really anybody in, in life. Um, so I probably regret acting like that. Um, but more than anything, I mean, I, just re- I regretted the way I, I acted towards uh, Josh after the game because he had nothing, nothing to do with it. And, um, so I, I was, uh, I, I was still hot and emotional, um, but you can't do that, man. It's not a great example, uh, and, uh, for, for kids watching the game. So, uh, that, that, I was more upset about that than I was about me on the sideline. Rob, what if I said that I think that's the most real we've ever seen Patrick Mahomes? I think the most real in the moment. I also think the most real in what he had to say. I don't say this is a knock towards Patrick Mahomes. I think this is most people that get to the level of wealth and success that he has. He is very, very brand conscientious and image awareness. You have a PR staff around you, not just like a person. You and I both know this. I don't think we're giving up any behind the scenes secrets. Like for the agency that he works for, they have a Patrick Mahomes division. They have all these other players. One player, they have a team around. That's how successful he is as a player. You got one person that's the point man on his appearances. One person that's the point man on his endorsements. Like, he makes a lot of money for a lot of people. So with that, you got to make certain decisions. You got to move in a certain kind of way. I think you hear that in the answers, in the conversations, about the things that he signs up to do in his free time. I think he's super brand awareness. I think the most like himself he is is when he's playing football. I think he's arrogant. I think he's humble. I think he's all of these things because that's how most people are. I think you could say that on Sunday, that was the most real we've ever seen Patrick Mahomes. He's probably a sore loser. We know a lot of people that are really good that are really sore losers. They haven't really lost since he's been here. You could argue that this is the worst stretch of Patrick Mahomes' pro career. We didn't keep up with it at Texas Tech. That's not, many of you were not watching Texas Tech games on Saturday. This is the worst stretch of his career. This is normally when I'm good enough to figure this out. And we all know people like that. 
We talk about it all the time. Hey, it doesn't matter who's on the Chiefs because they got Patrick Mahomes as their quarterback. And right now for their offense, that's not enough. He's not good enough to fix all the problems that they have. At least it doesn't seem that way. And the amount of time and effort and energy that you put into being the absolute best football player in the world, and at least currently, it hasn't been enough. And you, through some of it, no fault of your own, have been put in bad situations, whether it's by officiating, whether it's by drops, whether it's by your teammates, any of those things. And eventually, I think we saw Patrick Mahomes crack in a way that we never have. I think that was him. I think that was him. I think that's the same person that got in Max Crosby's face. The same person that threw that touchdown pass against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and said, I'm really like that. Can you imagine saying that in the middle of a football game to a defender? Yeah, I'm really like that. (laughs) Yeah, you are. And then I also, I believe that his apology was sincere. Most people that are like that in the moment, yo, my bad. It went a little bit overboard. That's on me. I got to wear that. I'm sorry it came off that way. I don't think he apologizes for being upset. I think even if you just in a private, quiet moment, I was doing a lot there. I was doing a lot. Will it probably happen again with Mahomes? Probably. I mean, we saw a lot of times with Tom Brady getting mad at officials, getting mad at teammates. This is just kind of the game. You're talking about the alpha among alphas. As much as you love Michael Jordan, he punched a teammate in the face. We've heard a lot of Michael Jordan stories in our day. This is just kind of what comes with it. You know? This is just part of the game. I don't think that Sunday was too big of a deal. I really don't. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think this is the game. I also think, and I'm not trying to dismiss his actions. I'm, I understand why he apologized. I have no issue with him apologizing on the show or what. I, no issues. I wonder if the weight of the year of failure, for lack of a better term, hit him in that moment. Because it's no secret the offense is not what it usually is. When we've talked Patrick Mahomes on this show, we talked about him in a historical context. He's doing 30 a game. He's doing this. He's doing that. He's doing all these incredible things. And now we're talking about he and his offense weekly in mistakes, turnovers, penalties, mental errors, you know, being slowed down, all, all these things. And it's just, I think he felt for a moment they had broken out of that. They had a play to Kelsey. Kelsey improved. They hit Tony. Tony scored. It was going to be a late last second win. It was the offense is back to humming. It felt like maybe a little bit of that weight had been lifted off his shoulders. And I think he felt that got taken from him by the officiating. I think he was wrong because Tony's offside. But I wonder if the I can't believe the one moment of great football we had this year got stolen from me. And I wonder if the weight of the entire season kind of hit him in that moment. Cause it's no secret. The offense is not good enough this year coming up on the other side. Most of us listening are stupid. I'm probably part of this. I'm going to tell you why coming up on the other side. Keep it right here. It's the drive. 
This is The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by the De Pasquale Moore Law Firm. Remember, Mike's got this. If you missed any of the show, catch up on the Odyssey app or at 610sports.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The home of the Royals is 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. There's so much news that is just coming down the pipeline every time I refresh my social media feed. Uh, coming up in a little bit, Peter King is going to join us in the show. For my money, he is the best sports writer covering the NFL. We'll talk to him about Sunday's loss to the Bills and also looking ahead regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to read to you guys a story really quickly. I can't remember if we talked about this whenever the initial report came out, but here we are. Rob, nearly half of men who were surveyed think that they could safely land a plane in an emergency. And they actually interviewed a pilot for this story to ask him his thoughts. This is what he said. Quote, It depends. With the guidance of the right air traffic controller, the likelihood of landing safely enough is possible. It may not be pretty. It may result in some damage to the aircraft, but it could be done. But a lot of things would have to go right in order for you to land the plane. You can't think that you could do this under a stressful situation with no training. You can't put together an Ikea dresser. You think that you could land a plane? Your first chance? You know if you get it wrong, you die? You still can't cook. All cooking is is reading instructions. 
They got whole books to tell you exactly what to do. Yet when you make it, it's terrible. That's no stress. You're just trying to feed you and your one kid. You think you're safely landing this plane and the lives of 120 people are in your hand? No, no chance. Men are stupid. I'm going to be real with you guys. If I get put in this scenario, we dying. I don't want to die, but we're probably going to die in that scenario. I know I couldn't land that plane. Which way is up? I'm nervous. I'm sweating. Nearly 50% of you? No chance. Not at all. Text line. You got to ride with me on this one. 913-586-7610. You got to ride with me on this. No chance you think you could do this. Like a 747 or what kind of plane we land in here? Because like nowadays they got very smart computers in there. Autopilot does a lot of the work while you're actually in the sky. Like I could see a scenario where I could, I could be talked into landing it now. A 747 or something that has like the uh, people up top, like from uh, Inception. No, I'm not landing that plane. But like a little prop plane coming out of Johnson County Airport. I could probably be talked into landing that thing. It's not going to be the most smooth landing on human history, but I could get it down. Some of you failed your driving test the first time. You could fly this plane? No. I'm just not I'm not buying it. I'm not believing it. I'm not No. I don't think that you could do it. Half of you? Half of the people are like, "Well, see that Mythbusters proved that it was possible cuz you saw it on television?" I Hey, y'all got it. I don't ever want to be in this situation. Never. Under no circumstance. No. I've got other news to report to you guys. A lot of, a lot of news coming down the, today. Rob, you know the Ferris wheel that they're putting up, right? The Ferris wheel? I'm aware of the Ferris wheel. Well, it failed its final inspection. Yeah, it failed its final inspection. It's continuing to fail safety inspections, which is nerve-wracking. I'm reading it to you. You want me to read you the story? Last week, KCTV5 spoke to the business owners around Penway Point, who said they were hopeful that the wheel would be open for Christmas. However, city officials said that the date depended on the wheel passing an inspection, which it failed. Quote, I'm disappointed because I figured we'd have it up by Christmas. I want to have more foot traffic, of course, but it'd be great for us. It'd also be great for everybody on this strip. Their plan was to have it up by the 6th of December. But you know what? It failed its inspection. Now the release date for that thing is uncertain. They put that thing up way too fast to me to think that that thing was passing inspection. That thing popped up overnight like it was Sim City. We lived in Kansas City, some of us, our whole lives. That thing, out of nowhere. That thing was up in three days, it felt like. We didn't even know they were even planning on putting a Ferris wheel up. One of like, hey, Ferris wheel's going to go up. And then it was there, just popped out of nowhere. I'm telling you, no thanks. <laughs> no, y'all got it. I'm not getting on that death trap, that death wheel. You getting on that thing, Rob? I mean, maybe not not during Christmas season because it failed an inspection, but I think I will end up on the wheel eventually. You're oh, saying hold never. on, hold on. This is what they said, though. Let me finish it here. 
It said this sighted inspection is related to wheelhouse as part of the permitting process. It has nothing to do with the operation of the wheel. It has it's some other things that didn't pass inspection. Right. Okay. Y'all get on there if you want. On that death trap. I'm not fooling with that thing. I'll get on that thing in June. You ever gonna you'll get on it eventually. June? Maybe say, maybe July. Let's say it passes inspection by the time the Big Twelve tournament hits town. What's the timeline? I gotta I gotta let a couple more I gotta let a couple more people get some rotations on that thing. I gotta let a couple more rotations happen. I'm telling you, right now, that thing, one of you listening right now, you are getting stuck on that thing in February. You're gonna be up there. I'm telling you. <laughs> no. You are getting stuck. That's not gonna be me. I don't want anything to do with that thing. First off, it just appeared out of nowhere, and now they can't pass inspection? No. I got it. Y'all got it. You guys can fly the plane, and you can get on that Ferris wheel. I'm okay. Can someone explain to me why we have the Ferris wheel now? Like, not only did it pop up overnight, we have a Ferris wheel, and supposedly beneath it is like a putt-putt course and a bar, <laughs> yeah. di- and a bar district. They're trying to tell me that the putt-putt is what didn't pass inspection, not the actual 200-foot contraption in the sky. Okay. Y'all got it. No, thank you. I don't want any parts of it. I'm staying right down here on two ground, solid. Failed inspection. It was supposed to go up. Y'all's going to be outside playing putt-putt in the middle of December? No chance. It appears the problem is the stuff to operate bars and things down below. You believe that? The actual ride, accordingly. Say, you buying that? Maybe you can't get a beer down at whatever bars me down there. You can still ride that bad boy. Are you buying that, though? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Why are they, they lie about that? Okay. All right. They want people on that thing to have a crispy view of 35 the minute they can get them on <laughs> they there. They do. Yeah, they, they do. Good luck to you. I'm not here. I'm not here to. I don't want to take away from anybody's fun. If you are interested in riding the Ferris wheel, then I want you to ride it. I want you to have all the fun that's possible. But you were telling me this thing was put up almost instantly and it failed the last, the last inspection. You know, I'm gonna give it some time. It didn't fail Carrington. The permitting for the restaurants. You know, I'm gonna say it like when people like don't get the PlayStation early or the iPhone, I'm gonna let them work out all the kinks. I'm gonna let them work out all the bugs first. I don't want the first PlayStation I'm going to let it restock a couple of times. Then I'm going to pick up the PlayStation. I don't want the first iPhone. Let me wait a little bit, and then I'll go get the new iPhone. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'll never get on the Ferris wheel. I'm not going to be one of the first 100 people on that thing. I need to – I'm going to let it run its course a little bit, and then I'll consider getting on the Ferris wheel. I'm surprised you, Mr. Never Rides a Roller Coaster, will ever get on there at all. No, I'll ride a Ferris wheel. It's What's the difference? It's just just as tall. The way way I feel. I don't know. It's something about the – the oops and the and the loop-de-loops, and I'm not, I'm not getting on that. I'd much rather get on that Ferris wheel than get on the Mamba. So that slow-churning wheel. Anybody who has been to Worlds of Fun, you have been stuck on the Mamba at some point. You know I'm saying it's true. You've been stuck. I've been to Worlds of Fun when people have gotten stuck on the Mamba. No, no chance. No, I'm all right. No, y'all got it. Coming up on the other side, we'll be joined by Peter King of NBC Sports. For my money, he's the best sports writer in the country covering the NFL. We'll talk to him about Sunday's game. Also, what a wild week in the NFL. That's all coming up. Keep right here. It's the drive. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 